Okay, so a couple minutes after, this is Dave Messina. I'd like to get started. Um, let's see, I see Josh, uh, Dan, uh, AJ, Zoe, uh, missing Stephanie. I'll, I'll follow up with her uh, tomorrow. Maybe she's, um, uh, will be with us in a little bit. Um, wanted to start out with uh, everyone's thanks, uh, in particular Josh and Dan on the, uh, on the response to uh, drones flying over Gatwick Airport. Uh, we uh, agreed as a group, it would be a good idea to put out a press release. And we talked about things like a uh, drone emergency response team. And uh, we saw that uh, Drones UK uh, did just that. Uh, we also, um, uh, ex uh, XJet, uh, Bruce uh, had a couple of uh, posts uh, from down under on this topic. Um, and so we uh, we put together a, a press release. I got it reviewed. I uh, had it reviewed by um, uh, three of our board of director members. Um, and we're ready to issue the release. And then uh, it appears that uh, there was no, there were no drones or was not a drone uh, flying over Gatwick Airport. Uh, and so we felt it prudent to not issue uh, the release that would have been in response to uh, a non-event. Um, however, um, I try to see a uh, positive and things like this. And certainly we had some good lessons learned on uh, putting this press release together. Um, uh, with a core team, we were able to draft a release within uh, several hours. Uh, we incorporated quotes uh, from Rhoda Ryan, uh, and as well as uh, two of our board of directors members, uh, Jeff Thompson and Tim Nilsson. That required about an additional 24 hours. So unless we uh, put a communications process in place, uh, we can expect to issue a press release which responds to an event within about three days of starting the release. Um, to me, that's um, that's sufficient at this point. Uh, if we find that we are uh, lagging and we need to be, uh, we need to that it's a, a critical role of ours that we we feel that uh, rapid and or near immediate communication is uh, really important. Uh, we can uh, trim this down from uh, certainly from my experience, but. It would require that the people who uh, need to review a release uh, understand the process and are able to drop what they're doing and review the release uh, and then and then get back to work. Any uh, any reactions or thoughts on on the whole uh, uh, Gatwick issue or um, the lessons that we learned? I think the biggest thing is is <clears throat> and I say this because one of my my um, Sam's uh, dad actually works in cybersecurity for a big company in New York. And anytime something happens there, they, you know, everybody gets a phone call and, you know, right then and there, they start dealing with it. And, um, you know, for us, maybe a three day turnaround is okay, but I think it's, you know, as we get bigger, that's going to have to speed up to almost near instantaneous reaction uh, so that we can kind of be ahead of the game in some regards. And, not only that, but be ahead of the media as well as as best as possible. Uh, agreed. I, I tend to agree. 
that uh, you know, as we get a little larger, uh, this is something that we can can do more quickly. Um, Although in this case, not acting quickly kind of saved us because we weren't acting on false information. Um, yeah. Yeah, very correct. It's a double yeah. sword that we, we end up possibly react in the same case the JU incident was potentially computer generated and there was a giant knee-jerk reaction to that too so there there's a double-edged sword to having that knee-jerk reaction that's actually the counterpoint I wanted to bring up is that this it was drone hysteria someone reported seeing a drone police put up their own drones more drone sightings were reported and it turned into an all-out hysteria event and that's something I feel like that needs to be talked about because it's a problem. The, the hysteria for drones now is more real than ever. Agreed. I think it did heighten uh, the hysteria. And I thought the, uh, the Drone UK uh, commentary was uh, very even-handed. And uh, I thought it was uh, prudent in that uh, it was... It, I won't say independent of uh, the the Gatwick incident, but it was um, it was able to sustain the uh, the fact that there was no uh, uh, event. And uh, I, I felt our own uh, reaction was uh, uh, right along those lines, which was um, you know we're we're here to help uh, law enforcement. We and we're uh, intent on tracking uh, the operator and uh, the drone, and uh, you know, the there of course was uh, uh, lots of discussion about oh you know we should volunteer to knock a drone out of the sky and uh, uh, I think that was that's not the uh, the tack we want to take. But yeah, how to how to manage uh, this hysteria that that's um, not, yeah. A, a challenge. That's an overlapping issue of the whole industry right now is the drone hysteria because we went from uh, I don't know over the last few years from going from pilots reporting UFOs to essentially every UFO is now a drone, and it's causing problems. Like it's it's caused the Gatwick incident, and literally to the point where. It is now essentially a self-defeating issue where if we if, if we need to be able to do something long-term solution to combat the drone hysteria because if we don't that we're, we'll lose the public perception and if we lose public perception we're just gonna be relegated to a really small hobby and I don't want to be completely regulated away yeah. So uh, I, what? A, go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. I was going to say that the uh, certainly the idea of a, a, a drone emergency response team was absolutely not in my thinking, and I, I think that that was this team's uh, response to, hey, this is something we could do. So I think that's uh, very positive, and I think no, it is. Uh, I'm sorry. It's good. I, I think it's good to have the response team. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not suggesting that that's the end of the story, uh, and you know the, any you know the, the totality and what we could do, but I, I was very pleased that that's uh, you know something positive, something achievable, 
uh, and something that hopefully would help shape uh, public opinion. You know, uh, of course, it would uh, happen slowly. So one of the things that I'm working on with my, um, well, you, you'll see it a little later in the meeting, but in my FAA primary collaboration, you know, points is one of the things is uh, realistic data collection. So partnering with the FAA for realistic and truthful uh, standards for measuring drone activity, and I do drone in quotes, but um, there's too much speculation, you know, it, it, and we need a quick response from the FAA saying this was or was not a drone, and we need to develop what those guidelines are for saying this is what we're going to deal with. And um, not only that, but an education program for manned aviation pilots on identification of aerial objects, like, and, and what those, what that truly means, and the necessity for truth and reporting, and not just calling everything a drone. You know, we're at you know twenty thousand feet, and there's a drone here. Well, highly unlikely, but okay. You know, so I, I think, you know, not only do our people need training, but I think manned aviation needs training and that needs to be evaluated. Interesting. Hey guys. Uh, hi, I got in a little bit late here. So uh, can can someone just um, catch me up real quick what the starting topic was? Certainly. Um, the. Uh... The uh, first topic in the it's in the agenda as well, and so you can if you're able, Chad, to uh, uh, to uh, tap into the agenda. I wanted to characterize the our response to uh, the drone or drones flying over Gatwick Airport, uh, and I I commented quickly that we decided not to issue a press release, uh, but there were was a a positive, and that was that we learned what our cycle time was to create a release that w was complete with uh, a board of directors quotes in it. And uh, I'd estimate that if we are uh, to issue releases from here forward, it would take us about three days to turn around uh, to uh, issue a press release. And I think the consensus is that that's probably adequate for now, uh, but as uh, as time goes on, we may need to uh, move more quickly, and uh, we were then talking about, of course, having a little bit, you know, that lag time uh, to develop the release was a bit of a blessing in that, in because in that uh, time frame, uh, it, it it happened that uh, there was no drone over Gatwick, so we were saved any uh, embarrassment, but uh, we were prepared. Uh, we then started talking about, well, what are some of the things, in as much as uh, the uh, there is a significant hysteria about drones in general. What are some of the things that we should be uh, thinking about with regard to uh, FPVFC? And uh, uh, that's uh, we're uh, talking about certainly the drone uh, emergency response team is uh, one aspect, but not uh, not everything. And uh, Josh had a, a second idea of uh, the notion that. Uh, potentially working with the FAA on uh, how to do a better uh, sighting of drones because of certainly we see uh, the FAA uh, characterizing a lot of you know, sightings and by inference, they're probably drones. Uh, I yes. welcome it. Okay, yeah, I, 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 that's where I came in. Okay, I welcome anyone to edit 
uh, what I've said, if I've uh, misstated or uh, omitted anything. That sounds like a great recap to me. I'd Thanks. also say that adding on to what Josh was saying about educating pilots, uh, that ties right into Bruce's last rant video about the pilot, uh, the helicopter, police helicopter in New Zealand. When they saw a drone, they apparently just like ran, went back to their station and just got out of there because they thought the drone was going to take them out of the sky. Hmm. That, that, that's, that's a problem. That, that, again, the hysteria. And that's a really hard issue to, I think, combat because once hysteria has been kind of built up, how do you soothe it? How do you, you know, how do we combat that? Because that's been, I feel like, one of the biggest issues for the longest time within our uh, industry is when the smallest event pops up. I, I, I could literally think of so many off the top of my head that were hysteria-based and not actually based in fact or whatever, just off of, oh no, a drone in a place it shouldn't be. Or even in this instance, there was possibly not even a drone. So, I mean... So I think we've got, uh, I think maybe the, our, our task is... You know, we've got a couple of uh, good ideas we've been thinking about um, with respect to what's a way to uh, work the, the process and work our, you know, create uh, programs uh, ourselves that can uh, slowly help uh, improve public impressions. And that's probably a, a good approach. I was, uh, I added to the list uh, in this agenda uh, down a bit in terms of what are some of the thing, what are some of the things that we should be doing? Um, FPVFC work products to the value of our community, and uh, I added in um, uh, the drone emergency response team. And we should probably, uh, I know uh, Josh will probably have already added in the uh, FAA ac actions. So maybe that's a way to uh, continue to uh, move this. Uh, idea forward and also keep it in the front of our minds. If if I could suggest something, and the reason, and, and thank you for the catch up, Dave, you're always very thorough and, and thank you, <laughs> caught me up very quickly. Um, the, uh, the thing that I would recommend um, that we do is, um, I, I get, okay, so here, here's what I'm responding to. I, I hear us f putting a lot of focus on what's the response next time how do we respond to things um i i'd like to suggest maybe uh we start really small and pick what's the proactive thing that we're doing what is the 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 the, the one thing that we can put together that we can see so we can achieve something as a team um so so we can you know it's like a uh, you know uh, crawl before we walk and walk before we run, um, just so we can have something under our belt that says, you know, we've, we've done this, whether it's an educational initiative or, or something, because there's, there's a lot of stuff that we all want to do and achieve. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot of value in, in picking like, you know, kind of one very narrow focus thing to get done. Uh, does that make any sense? Yeah, certainly to me. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So I guess what I'm saying is like if we and, – and I'm sorry, somebody mentioned earlier. I don't know if it was you, Josh, or, or Dan. Um, it, it was something about you know an educational initiative. Um, but if we could pick some way 
to say, okay, well, we're going to focus on, um, you know, d drone safety education, and here's what it will look like, and here's how we know we're we're done with that phase, um, and then completing that, and then, you know, that'll be. Um, and I'm sorry if I'm jumping around a little bit, but go way back to flight test. You know, I remember starting out thinking I wanted it to be kind of almost an encyclopedia of exploring, you know, the hobby of RC flight. And and I remember day one thinking, okay, first video. And I think, and I just remember thinking it was like this mountain of how to build an encyclopedia is just ridiculous. But before you know it, you know, two years later, you look back and you got hundreds of of videos um you know so in this case what's our you know what's our first encyclopedia article you know what what is that that first thing so i'm speaking to it in principle not not on a you know very specific task but um but yeah so that's that's my thoughts that's helpful um and i think in as we look at the the 30 60 90 uh, action plan or 30, 60, 90 day action plan, we can pick out uh, some of the short term uh, items that uh, that we can say, okay, he here's a uh, focused area. It's an accomplishment and something we can um, uh, talk about on the uh, on the website uh, a bit and get it uh, get it out there. I do have that ready um, when we get to that point, Dave. Sweet, sweet. Okay, um, okay. If I move on to uh, next topic, and Stephanie will be joining us uh, momentarily. Okay, uh, next topic is the uh, 501c3 approval process. We're we're getting close. Uh, we have, as of uh, 27 December, we uh, uh, are incorporated in the state of Virginia, and as of today, we have an employment identification number, and I have the. Uh, almost the last pieces of information I need to submit the 1023 easy form to the IRS. I'm hoping to do that uh, tomorrow or Friday. Hey, and, Dave, uh, I had a question about that. Um, that doesn't mean we have to file taxes for four days in 2018, does it? That is correct. It is not. It's the okay. submission to the, that's, that's absolutely why we uh, had the 1023 easy uh, moved into January for that reason uh, uh, as well. Excellent, thank you. Just kidding. Okay. Okay. Um, so the schedule then. Uh, this. Yeah, okay. So hopefully this week we start the clock uh, and get a a document out to the IRS. Uh, I, the IRS is uh, affected by the partial government shutdown. I'm hoping that um, this simplified and shorter uh, form, uh, it, I'm hoping that they, it's machine read that hopefully will help us a little bit. And Stephanie, welcome. The uh, uh, agenda is, uh, there's a link to it uh, here. And so it's up in the, uh, in the folder that, that I've been keeping agendas, and it's uh, cleverly named Agenda for FP VFC Meeting 1219. Okay, um, probably not. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, looking down at the FP VFC launch under there. Um, now would be a good time to talk about the 30, 60, 90 day 
uh, action plan. Awesome. Let me drop that link into the. Oh, I'm going to drop it into the core chat. Just give okay. me one second. Very good. And there we go. So um, if you guys can open that up, I'll give you 30 seconds or so to get that open here. Got it. Um, but basically what I did, and I'll just kind of describe. So as of right now, we're kind of 30 days before launch. And then um, so I did kind of like 30-day pre-launch, and then I did 30-day post-launch and 60-day post-launch. Um, so you, there's a couple. You've done, this, you've done this sort of thing before. I, I, this oh, is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is what I do. Um, so uh, basically, 30 days before pre-launch, um, we, we really need to establish our membership tiers and fees. Um, so we kind of need to come to a, a general consensus, consensus on that uh, so we can get that kind of mapped out into uh, Stephanie's membership program there. Um, we need to figure out what are going to be the benefits, what, what, is, what our individual is going to get you know, along with their membership. Um, we need to have our brand um, branded and custom swag available on partner sites, um, at least for the you know for the get go. Um, whether that's the Rotor Riot store, you know, um, I know we've talked about that in the past. Um, we need to repush uh, interest in the organization. We need to do some public relations, some community building, um, perhaps some education uh, outreach, and then. We need to kind of formulate a, a public release on going live and, and get people to join the organization once we are live. <clears throat> um, 30 days post-launch, uh, it'd be a good deal to get the web store up and running. And I'm kind of going to quickly go through this. Um, we need to start establishing protocols and guidelines for the drone emergency response team and what that's going to look like. And I kind of plugged in a couple of key points, perhaps search and rescue, illegal flight assistance, and first responder uh, assistance. Um, let's see. We need to get the drone wiki kind of built out more so than it is. Um, we need to start establishing relations through the community. I know we talked about our standards uh, program and finding a champion for that. Uh, we need to partner with, you know, all our affiliates throughout the hobby and kind of bring together everybody under one roof as, as much as possible. Um, communication with the FAA on becoming a CBO. And um, right below that, you'll see kind of my beginnings on the uh, key collaboration points, but I have a whole nother document describing each one of those and what we need to accomplish for those. Um, and we need to start planning and establishing establishing a, a path for um, the growth of the organization and what the responsibilities of different people will be. Um, 60 days uh, protocols for the uh, published protocols and identify members for the drone emergency response team. Um, we need to, well, you know, it's something we can discuss, but I know we've talked about it on the in the past, uh, planning for a mobile app for the organization and, you know, a couple key points there on what needs to be integrated within that app um, and possibly more or less, you know, it's all up for discussion. Um, STEAM education resources and uh, um, what are we going to do for FPVFC community events? Um, are we going to partner? Are we going to host our own? 
you know, what's that going to look like and finalize collaboration points with the FAA and begin working with them as much as possible. So that's kind of my big rundown there. Um, if stuff needs to be added or taken away, we can definitely do that. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's, I mean, it's pretty hefty as it is this, right now. So this is, really, this is really, really good I, real, and very helpful. Thank you for the, mm -hmm. uh, the, the energy as we uh, uh, step. So the, the, the pre uh, the pre-30, 30, 30 days prior to launch, T minus 30, um, membership tiers, get the, get the website going, uh, make sure that we have, uh, swag going. And, it, and I think our, uh, decision was use Teespring. Um, so that, that's, that to me is right on the nose and, you know, think through what it is that we're going to do when we go live. Uh, as I scan through, and this is so helpful to, to see this and not uh, not having written it. And so you know, I, second set of eyes, this is really helpful. Um, it's completely editable. So um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the link I gave awesome. is editable. So if we need to add or remove things or move things around, we can definitely do that. Great, great. The um, What I'm thinking of is along the lines of, what are one of the, what are some of the things that we want to focus on right away so that we can say okay you know we've got you know we can sell you a t-shirt and a hat uh and we've you know we we mean well but what do we you know as you know so what have you done for me lately you know the answer you know the answer the so you know I, uh, a professor of mine kept saying well that's very interesting the scene you know that's a very good analysis but so what and you know so you know we want to answer that question so what so part of uh that so what for me would be um talking to the community about what our plans are for collaborating with the faa and we can you know these are the points we're, we're choosing that we're going to focus on first um and to be honest and i i have to thank aj honestly i went through his breakdown of the upcoming deadlines for the faa and what mm -hmm. they need to do with the new thing and that's where i picked a bunch of these from i added a couple of stuff for myself what i thought you know we we should focus on um but uh you know we need to start talking about those things and we need to get that out there and saying these these are the items that we plan on collaborating with the faa on and this is what we think um, and honestly, that probably needs to be part of the launch um, public release. You know, this is what we plan on doing. This is where your money will be going, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, Dave. And I think that's what you just brought up was kind of what I jumped ahead on my earlier statements. Um, and I apologize for jumping too far ahead. But But yeah, so if we were a fire department, you know, the thing that we do that we're experts at are fighting fires and everything we have here currently. And what we're talking about is talking about selling, you know, shirts with the fire department logo and, and having, you know, staff and creating administrative and, you know, and all this stuff. But what is that thing we're an expert at and how do we, how do we prove it? And that's what I would like to see us you know, all agree upon. And of course we have lots of ideas, but I, I, I would like us to put a high priority on, you know, completing and proving at least one of those things uh, before we get too far down the road. Um, and
and I'm sorry if I'm having a hard time articulating this, but I'm saying if if that thing is we are experts in information, then again, we need to find how do we execute that. Um, I don't think any of us want to just be experts in talking to people. You know, it, we, we want to be able to accomplish something with that with that speech or the educational materials or something. Does that does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And it's a. Uh... And I, I think the, you know, to me, looking through the uh, the list on the 30-day T plus 30, the two areas, uh, you know, the the one that is our our reason for existence, I would assert, is the uh, collaboration with the FAA. And if we can, you know, we probably need to be a little vague outwardly initially on these are some of the areas where you know want to work with uh, the FAA on uh, and then home in on a couple of uh, you know, where we get traction with the FAA we focus on those and then you know, drive those to completion and then in the background and I would suggest you know I agree completely uninteresting to the community is the uh, the minutia of uh, you know, putting the you know, 501c3 together. Um, you know, it's good that you know I, someone might be uh, interested that yeah, okay, you know, they're serious, they did it. You know that, but that's about it. You know, it should take about five seconds. Well, but I think even that maybe we're we're glossing over. You know, coming up with the guidelines. You know that are recognized. I mean, that's that's a big that's actually a big task there. Even though we you know have started that. Um, getting those recognized um mm -hmm. i think is probably the the longer term i mean i honestly my my guess is that's probably not going to happen any sooner than a year um but who knows yeah, they can be you know? they can be well they can be our guidelines and then the if we if we were able to uh, gain agreement with the FAA that we're a CBO. The first thing they would ask us is, "Where are your guidelines?" And then, you know, then that takes on a, a much. Uh, you know, it formalizes the guidelines, and then hopefully we would be working on things uh, like uh, Josh has. Um, uh, you know, the first one is the a operator test development and implementation. I mean, you know, that's you know. That to me is awesome because we know the AMA is going to be focused on focused primarily on fixed wing activities. So it's ours to focus on FPV. Yeah, actually, uh, you know, maybe something prior to that would be getting a reputable organization to adopt our guidelines. Um, I think that could be, you know, something that can be completed. You know, it, if, if there is a, an existing organization, you know, it could be a racing league, it could be, you know, I, I, you know, something along those lines, uh, an official company or organization that officially says, hey, we are adopting these as our guidelines. I think that could be a, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a major step forward. Yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, that's something I, I meant to put in here and I, I kind of did, but I didn't kind of elaborate on it is getting something like, you know, and I'm just throwing out examples, you know, multi-GP to adopt our guidelines and, you know, as opposed to, you know, requiring an AMA membership, you know, switch that around and saying, hey, have an AMA or a FPVFC membership and you fly under these guidelines while at our events kind of thing. 
and I mean that's that would be huge for us. Yeah, I don't I don't want to um yeah, I don't want that to be minimized. I think that would be a big deal and it it shows purpose, shows completion and then we're immediately adding value, you know, to the community and I I want to treat this like a you know, like a startup and and the, the things that I want to be careful of because we're a, an organization or you know eventually a, a nonprofit or you know how it, I, I don't want to get stuck in that cycle of busy work, like doing stuff to feel important rather than actually, you know, making a change and, and making a difference. And I'm not saying anybody has that intent. I'm just saying like, even in my own company, we, we tend to do that where you just get focused on getting, you know, some of the prep work done or the support work, but then we, we lose focus sometimes on hey why are we doing it and that's what you guys brought up earlier what's the what's the why mm -hmm. completely agree thank you chad Th yeah thank you that's that's it that said <laughs> under the covers we will uh focus on a fair amount of the uh, of the details be uh, because there is a fair amount of rigor required in uh, in running uh, an a nonprofit, so I'm with you completely on the on the outward appearance. Uh, you know, the the the, the duck on the pond uh, syndrome is our 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 feet are going to be paddling pretty quickly uh, below the surface. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's already. I mean, I I can't believe the amount of work that gets done with you know with this this volunteer team. It's amazing. Can I interject something about the multi-GP thing? Yeah. Um, we can always communicate with them about possibly accepting us or adopting some of our guidelines. But as far as us being their, their representation, I need to sneakily find out how long the contract is with the AMA. I need to put some feelers out there because they're, uh, they're bedmates. Multi-GP and, and AMA? Yes. Yes. Okay. All multi-GP events are held at AMA Fields, uh -huh. and their big race in the year is held at AMA headquarters. In Muncie. So, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So, so it's a good. AMA it's a good. Can provide them with places to race. Right. You know, so kind of why it's a good fit. But, yeah, um, and and racing, you know, I'd love to, you know, maybe if not. Um, Racing, maybe it's, uh, you know, I don't even know if they exist, if there are, are chapters or groups who fly uh, cinematic uh, drones. You know, to me, that that might be a better uh, partnership than a racing uh, organization. You know, I, I know that uh, racers, you know, pick up and uh, set up in a variety of areas, but, um, Multi-GP going to AMA designated fields is a, a great idea for them, but it's uh, you know, it, it's antithetical to what we're we are trying to accomplish to gain and establish rights outside of designated areas. I assume the AMA partnership has a lot to do with insurance reasons as well. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> That's very yeah, very likely. Good. There good lies my headache. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Josh, I I edited uh, and added in uh, 
right underneath the 30-day post. Uh, I imagine you were watching as I was uh, typing in, adding, adding to your uh, document. Feel free. That's what it's there for. Okay. All right. This is okay. Add, add to drive. Add. Okay. Excellent. Uh, I now have a link. I think what would be a good move for us would have an endorsement by MultiGP. Mike, that will probably be the extent of what we can do with them right now. And that has a lot of reach, has a lot more reach than, than we realize. Great minds. Um, uh, I wrote on the notes, gain endorsement slash adoption <laughs> of guidelines. Yes. Yep. Good. Good. And even though we're focused on the United States, there's probably a lot of organizations around the world that we could maybe reach out to and get endorsements or get our uh, safety guidelines out to them as well. Love there are that. several people that have reached out to me as far as what can I do to help and then how we can how we can start this partnership now, even though you're not ready to be over here. But, you know, we're on board and we're behind you. What can I do now? So the, the growth is there already. Great idea. And I'm sure there's a lot of people near London that are very worried about their future as well. There, yeah, absolutely. Good. Boy, I'm liking this. Okay, so first area focus, guidelines. Then that to me is a, a and then uh, probably the second is FAA something. How do we, you know, some something tangible collaborating with the FAA? And certainly, I keep thinking of the uh, uh, drone emergency response team. Is while that could be extremely useful and valuable to the community and to um, folks uh, outside of the community in the U.S., it's that's the sizzle, and that could be the sizzle that sells the steak. Um, so on that note, can I jump into these uh, collaboration points real quick, Dave? Absolutely, please. All right, I'm going to drop a link to that. And mind you, this is very rough, and I understand some of the language is harsh, but it was more of getting my ideas out than fine-tuning it so far. So let me drop that in there. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So as you start to go through this, um, obviously I broke it down in the 30, 60, 90, but um, operator knowledge test development and impl implementation. So the FAA has kind of, you know, they haven't decided how this is going to happen, but they've made room for it to be uh, administered by a CBO, as most of you probably know. So um, if we can help develop that and um, create a test that, that seeks information relevant to the hobby as opposed to, you know, stuff that a full-scale pilot would need, you know, and keep it simple. And we need to uh, collaborate on what the age ranges are going to be. Is there a cutoff, you know, can pilots under the age of 12 not need to take the test? If they do need to take the test, how do we bring that level of knowledge down to that level so that they can pass that test? So those are some of the things we need to talk about there. Um, one of the upcoming, uh, points is uh, identification of no-fly zones, and I think we definitely need to be involved with that to make sure that we're not, uh, or that the FAA and its affiliates aren't um, trying to m 
minimize the airspace that we can fly in too much. You know, we all understand that there's public infrastructure and sporting events and, and that kind of thing. But beyond that, you know, we want to keep that down, obviously, as much to a minimum as we can so that we can preserve the airspace. And that stands true to our mission straight off the bat. Um, flight limitations, uh, maximum speed, altitude, beyond visual line of sight, we kind of want to be involved with that. Um, realistic data collection, um, partner with them on a way to real, realistically and truthfully determine standards, um, too much speculation happening, uh, education program for commercial and private pilots that helps with identification of aerial objects, um, official press releases from the FAA without, with hard evidence, without speculation. Um, and that that's key to keeping the bad press off our hobby. Um, uh, UAS privacy review. Um, obviously there's a, you know, there's a lot of big stink about where we can fly, where we can't fly. I mean, there's been several instances I've seen just on Facebook alone of drones getting shot down. I think last week there was one shot down in Texas again, um, over privacy concerns. And, um, it's a big deal. We need to establish, you know, what that is and, and what, you know, what the rules are for that. Um, educational programs for the community and its partners in the manned aviation community. Um, it'll lead to a general understanding without all the confusion of misinformation. And that's something that Chad talked about right from the beginning. You know, we need to minimize the misinformation, get everybody on the same page, understanding what the regulations are, how it applies to them. And we've done a lot of that work already with the FAQ and, and stuff like that. And that'll have to continually be updated. But you know, we need to be on the forefront of, you know, kind of if you think about it, FAA's no before you fly campaign. It's great for the merits of what it stands for right now, but it it doesn't do enough. It doesn't do enough to educate people. There's a lot of misinformation. The FAA themselves put out misinformation. So, you know, we need to we need to lock that down. Um, responding to public safety threats. This is kind of where the drone emergency response team comes in. Um, development of guidelines and standards for identification of public safety threats involving a, a UAS and how best to respond to those. And we, we definitely need to key in on safety of law enforcement op officers, the operator of that you know drone, and the general public. Um, public UAS access, access to special use airspace. And this, this boils down to um, the public, the general public being able to help first responders and emergency personnel. What's the path to that? Is there some kind of licensing that needs to happen or something like that? Um, and enforcement of FAA regulations and law enforcement education. Um, right now, I don't think many law enforcement officers, unless they're involved in the hobby, understand what their job is in regards to um, upholding the laws for um, UAS. And I think that if we can create a, an educational program for law enforcement and teach them how to respond to these and teach them what they need to respond to um, would be key for um, making sure everybody's on equal footing and that people aren't being harassed unnecessarily or people aren't getting away with what they shouldn't be getting away with. You know, that there's got to be some kind of medium middle ground so 
those are kind of the key points that I thought of. If anybody else thinks of more, again, this is editable. Throw them in there. Let's talk about it. That's a great list. Um, there are a number of these that I recognize as uh, aligning with activities that the FAA has talked about and that AJ put together with dates. Are these uh, all aligned like that, or it's some, some are and some are not? Most are. Most come from that list. Uh, some of them are not. So like realistic data collection, it's not on there. Neither is uh, law enforcement education. That's okay. not on there either. But uh, most of them are. And um, With those are... that are, is it a date sequence list or is it uh, a priority yes. sequence? It's date sequence. No, it's date sequence. You rock. That's, I, I, that's exactly what, how I would have done it. <laughs> okay. I love that. So to me, that's important from the perspective, stating the obvious, you know, but this, why would I have done it that way? Because we need to try to capture the FAA in this sequence. And if we can gain their uh, trust and interest at the beginning, then that'll raise our uh, probability that we'll be able to collaborate on the activities later down the list. And if we if we went you know if we started you know at the bottom of the list and they were like no 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 you know as uh, AJ has pointed out this is going to be a multi-year endeavor with the uh, FAA so I'm loving this yeah, yeah. I, I really yeah yep to me so guidelines at one two operator knowledge test and development uh, I like that so other other comments other reactions. And I see Josh and me in this document. I uh, so I'm, I have a hunch that uh, some other folks are not able uh, or didn't see the link that uh, to this document that uh, that Josh put down. I'm in there. I'll be promoting this. My husband has been off since last Friday, and I just have done nothing but hang out with him because we actually have time. So no, no, no. It's it's a rather rather critical to have uh, time with your spouse. So uh, no uh, no laments. I just was hoping that you could see what uh, Josh put in there just moments ago. Oh, it's moments ago. Cool. Then I'm not that far behind. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yay. That looks looks great, Josh. Both documents, both the timelines and the uh, primary calib uh, collaboration. That's a good. Thank you, AJ. Uh, thank you for all the work you did on the front side of that, too. That definitely helped. Yeah, no problem. Cool. Dan, any uh, any thoughts? No, it all looks great. Okay. And Zoe, we know you're you're driving or in a car, so we uh, understand that uh, you can't see the document. Um, Josh did a good job of uh, going through it verbally. Um, I'm sure that was a little hard to catch, so we welcome... Uh, comments uh, uh, once you've uh, uh, landed. <laughs> yeah, no, he went over a lot. It sounded like he did a lot of work. So thanks for all the work you did on that. It's amazing. Great. I think we're on track as well. I'm, I'm, I'm muted and I'm on my phone, so I don't know if it shows that I'm in the document or not. Uh-huh. Yeah, it uh, can't, it doesn't, interestingly enough, maybe, I, maybe if I refresh it will. Do, 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 do. Oh, I saw the nope. anonymous chinchilla disappeared, and now an anonymous chameleon is back. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've got an anonymous Rhino. I think that happens when you oh, you, you create an open link to a document. All right, so so I'm look this. Let's see. Um, I would like to spend the uh, the remaining couple minutes on uh, anything else as well, and then circle back to uh, the guidelines and some maybe some brainstorming about how we uh, how we approach that. So, is there uh, around the room? Is there are there any um, uh, anything that folks want to bring up, Dan? Uh, no, I don't think I've got anything new. Hopefully, we're providing Zoe with some entertainment for her long drive. Absolutely, I, I hope so. AJ? <laughs> no, sir. Okay, Stephanie? I'm getting with you tomorrow, and we're going to get this Teespring thing squared away. Sweet, sweet. When are you available so I can write it down and be ready? Uh, let's see. I have uh, a couple of calls. Let me quick check. That would be efficient. I'm open all day. Uh, I have a nine to eleven. This is Eastern, and I have a looks like a twelve to one, and that's it. So any any time other than that, and those times I gave you were Eastern. Okay. Any time after one, your time. Just let me know. Okay. Will do. Chad, I was stalling there to if there was anything else that you wanted to add. No, no, I'm. I think I'm good. Uh, I think it's just been uh, weighing on me. I want to make sure that we're, um, you know, that we we pr prove that core thing that we do, our product, so to speak. Yep. Yep. Um. So to that end, our guidelines are over in. They're written up on our on a website, right? So if I say pvfc.com, that is guidelines under safety. All right, so we've got well, maybe the uh, home about us resources and safety so maybe uh let's not ask dan to move this just yet but every list is an ordered list so maybe we want to alter the uh, location of the guidelines if that's the one of the things that we're going to come out with right away okay oh my gosh look at this and the pdf bang it comes right up all right Yes, I'm feeling really good about the website. Yeah. Ditto that. Yeah. So. So and Chad is not a, a an easy marker on things like websites. So, thank you all. <laughs> um, so, um, organizations. Let's how about some little bit of brainstorming on. Um, who do we want to know about, you know, who do we want to let know about the guidelines? And so maybe first it's who who's the audience that we want to say, hey, hey we've got these uh, these guidelines and this is important. And, uh, and so certainly we would want to go to that audience with um, 
any endorsements and uh, uh, adoption that we were able to get from uh, organizations, but who are we speaking to? I think it's the uh, FPV community in the United States. Yes. Is, is there a, uh, a better or more refined or way to characterize that? Honestly, I think that um, there really isn't. I think that the general audience is going to be, you know, your your average flyers um, and making sure that they're staying within these guidelines in order to stay legal. Um, and, and not only that, but staying within these guidelines to make sure that we're not, not invoking additional, for lack of a better word, sanctions um on what we can can and can't do um but i think from a from a, a slightly tighter perspective um we we definitely need to partner with any and all professional organizations or anybody that's hosting you know fly-ins or races or or freestyle events that that these are the guidelines that that they should operate under in order to you know make sure that they're doing things the right way and in order to build those relationships with the community and you know that may you know eventually or even right off the bat um necessitate us meeting with these people or going to events or or something like that to to you know kind of explain these things and and why why they need to follow these versus, you know, somebody else's, you know? So, um, cause I, you know, I don't think we're doing this in a vacuum. I think that there's other organizations, you know, now that the doors open that, that are going to be pushing for CBOs and, and stuff like that. So we need to show the value of our guidelines of our operation of our organization, um, to the community and to these event holders. So, so one of the things that's interesting, so I, I've been taking notes as you were talking, um, uh, owners and, um, and managers uh, of uh, fly-ins and events, and uh, we, want, we want to encourage uh, the people uh, hosting or uh, putting on those events to adopt the guidelines. And so from there, I was thinking, well, who are they? And the, you know, we talked about the racing uh, bodies. Um, and then there's uh it's interesting that um a cinematic uh drone certainly you know i think it's uh good that uh anyone flying a, a cinematic drone is uh uh enthusiastic about these guidelines and there it probably could help uh spread the word and also potentially uh embrace the guidelines uh and i think uh that um the cinematic drone activity tends to be a lone wolf activity uh whereas you know fly-ins events uh um fun flies are by their very nature a group activity and critical that their guidelines and it's documented and there is some rigor uh, when you're off on, on alone um it's, you know adhering to the guidelines is uh a matter of pride, and it's uh, very important because it's how you are uh, viewed uh, by the public. And so maybe you know maybe there are uh, 
know, like the, there's a DJI official Facebook page, and maybe they, that organization is aware of uh, either groups or individuals, or and it's you know that that says uh, maybe uh, they're 107 uh, educators that uh, would embrace this. Um, I was also thinking of on a um, who cares and who are the stakeholders, and immediately uh, I was thinking of the uh, the retailers. And so, if it's a uh, a get FPV, a race day quad, an RM, uh, a ready made RC, uh, uh, Healy Pro, uh, you know, any of the uh, the retailers across the country have a big vested interest in this because if the uh, rights of uh, FPV um, freestyle are curtailed, then you know they these folks can expect their uh, businesses to also uh, reduce. So that we might uh, ask some of the retailers to uh, endorse this, embrace it, uh, and help publicize it. So that's uh, uh, another uh, part of the overall audience. One of the ideas that came up uh, several months ago was that we partner with those those retailers and ask them to include our safety guidelines in their packaging, or maybe we develop like a business card size breakdown of these, or you know something like that that they can just toss in the in the box, and you know when they ship out something, you get a card with you know the FPVFC you know, safety guidelines or, or something like that. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? It does completely. Yep. Actually, brilliant. you know, what would be good is, um, you know, Rotor Riot and, you know, we have our hype train products in our retail store. Um, you essentially sell this to me and I'll tell you what's wrong with it. <laughs> so if, if I can, if you can get me excited about, you know, doing this stuff, then other people are going to, get excited about it and obviously you know tim's on the board so you know let's let's talk to him and say you know what what uh makes this optimal um because for me it's you know i look at people as you have very little time to capture their attention and once you have it you will only retain it for very little time unless you can get them to the next level of depth you know, before losing them. Um, so, you know, to me, it would be, okay, well, this, first off, it's not very fun. You, you want to sell me a set of rules, you know, and, and forgive me, I'm playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> so I'm jumping to the other side. Um, so why would my customers care or, or, you know, want this? Um, I think that's a good, that's a, uh, that's a good question. And I think the, the reason that, um, to get FPV customers want this is by and large they want to operate within the law uh, and they want to know uh, how you know what's acceptable safe flight uh, so I, I think there's there's good value to the customer so okay so that's the the that addresses the fear side now what and it's possible how do we address the other side how do we optimize the fun you know, how do we, um, how does my interaction with FP, FPVFC somehow enhance my experience? So I'm not just staying out of jail, but I'm having more fun. You know, that's, we need stickers. 
How do we get well, the, I, <laughs> how do we get the I guidelines think, on stickers? I think honestly that if you look at art guidelines and and you know compare them side by side with the AMA, I would say that uh, as a general rule, ours are less stringent. They they are developed in a way to maintain the fun fun aspect of the hobby. But not only that, you know, <clears throat> to to garner the enjoyment of the hobby and um we're not being overly restrictive we're we're saying you know this is this is what you need do to stay safe have fun you know and um so i think that's a big selling point is the the less restrictive atmosphere of our guidelines versus others well yeah and i think i think that's still part of it but that's still like uh it's loosening the reins but i'm saying what what can we do that, you know, says, I, I almost think if there were some factoids like right up front, you know, did you know if, you know, um, and I'm trying to think of an actual example, but did you know if you do this thing, you can extend the life of your battery? Okay, battery health. You know what I mean? If you properly store your batteries, they will last you five times longer, you know, something like that. And and get this and more information from FPVFC. You know, something like that is like, oh wow. So now we're adding value. Now it's gotcha. not a, a restrictive don't do this, don't do that, and we're we'll be nice about it. It's more, hey, the information we're having will not only keep you safe, it'll help you maximize your investment. It'll help you have more fun. So that do we want to work okay. do we want to work on a hook for uh FPVFC or do we want to focus on the guidelines? I think we can do both at the same time. I mean, uh I think that, you know, it's almost like the development of a PR campaign. So, you know, we've got the 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 foundation done. We just need to provide the I get where Chad's coming from. We need to provide the fund. So, you know, and it could be just a development of, you know, taking information for the for the new or the or or the you know mid grade pilot and saying you know, you know, like the battery health thing or hey, a proper tune on your quad will prevent your motors from burning up or you know, make sure you're matching the ESC size to your motors and your battery or you know whatever the case may be, but um. Those yes, those general, little yeah and then yes. yeah and then you know on the flip side of that card you could have you know you know the top three safety guidelines and to see the rest go to fpvfca.com or something like that or or something like that. And could we think of something that could maybe go into something like a quad box? I don't sure. know something fun or interesting we could get in there, but that would be Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the um, the other thing that I was kind of tags on to that is um think about these are exploding right now they're getting very popular but since we released you know our game controller and best buy people are using them with like the tello and the um, mambo you know the parrot mambo and the rise tello and um so these little 80 to 100 dollar drones that are you know fairly stabilized there a lot of people most people are flying them indoors so you might say well indoors doesn't matter because it's not regulated but it can matter you know we could have you know the 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 five best tips for flying indoors you know something like that um because then it gets people 
integrated early because if most likely if they're buying that there's a there's a, a big chance that they're going to step up eventually or they're going to get something bigger and eventually they're going to go outside and then they're going to and if they've already gotten some you know useful information or guidelines from us that have helped them at that stage then they'll they'll grow with us absolutely totally get where you're coming from. hey hey dan the uh, there's probably an analogy in your world of mountain biking and, and so uh, i'm looking at where's the fun and so to me as a motorcyclist the the fun is my motorcycle is meticulously maintained and i am absolutely an all gear all the time guy so that I'm trying to optimize, and I never, ever, ever, ever drink when I ride. So I'm trying to optimize the safety so that when I'm riding, I can have the best experience possible. And so where's the fun, and what's the, the how do, you know, from a looking at this through the lens of a mountain biker, what's, you know, what's attractive in guidelines, tips, what would pull you in in the bicycle world that we could utilize here? Yeah, that's a good question. Our mission is quite similar to what the International Mountain Biking Association's mission is. They're really focused on creating fun you know, places for people to go and getting permission, kind of like how we're getting permission to fly in the airspace. But I can't really think of exactly. So is it destination? Is it experience? Yeah. Is it the experience? Is it? It's a lot about creating destinations for people mm -hmm. to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You explained is very different. <laughs> As a bike mechanic, I'm sort of like a car mechanic. My bike is the one that's never tuned or in good condition. <laughs> I just ride it as it is. Com Everybody else's are fixed, but not mine. Com cobbler's child. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Uh, not me personally, Probably but a lot of other people. Bikes as well. Say again. He's probably working on other people's bikes as well. That happens to me when we get have group rides. Uh, yep. wouldn't believe yep. You got to make sure everyone else is, is working and yours isn't. Uh, right. For example, my bike I rode yesterday, uh, the, the rear brake doesn't work at all. And <laughs> it's fine that way. Uh, okay. All right. So yeah, and actually, uh, drinking happens to be a big part of mountain biking. Um, not from <laughs> me personally, but a lot of people when go on rides did. and when drink did. afterwards. Come on, <laughs> All right. So, so this is good from a perspective of um, tune. Yeah. You know, so we've got the guidelines written, and then there are some there. There's some ideas here that. Do we, you know, what could, what's the, uh, you know, do we uh, shrink it, streamline it, make it a, uh, a couple of uh, clever points with a QR code that goes on a business card size that we can drop in packaging uh, from retailers that we can drop in quad boxes, uh, as well as where, where's the hook for FPV, where we're going to bring in the notion of the guidelines. So I don't have a, I don't have the solution, but I've been taking notes on the, on the discussion. I'll write it up and uh, Let me put some brainstorming in it myself and see okay. what I can come up with there. 
Yeah, there's some really, I like the the thoughts are great. I love the uh, the path we're going on. Yeah, I think the idea is, you know, if if let's use boating, nobody gets excited about buying life preservers. You know what I mean? They they're they're going to spend twenty thousand dollars on the boat and fifteen dollars on the life preserver. So it's you know how do you get them to want to buy it? Well, you know what they've been doing? They make them more colorful. They make them stylish. You know, and so it's functional and helpful. yeah. There's a there's a, a recurring theme in what you're saying, uh, Chad, and that is stay away from the fud. And so fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And so, you know, don't don't be heavy handed and, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, you're going to get arrested. Or, you know, it's like, no, 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 this is this is the way to optimize your good time. And so it's. Yeah, uh, because that's the, it, yeah. that's the focus. Right. And and you can. Um, yeah, that's really just it. It's it's not. I, I don't want to start doing campaigns where we're scaring people into using our product in a sense. Oh, our absolutely not. Being, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I'd very much like it to be, um, you know, and not feeling like the medicine that you have to take. But, you know, if you do these things, you are going to optimize your experience. Yeah. Come we're, enjoy. A bit, we're a little bit more like the DNR in that scenario where we're saying hey if you want nice clean lakes you don't want them infested with invasive species here are the things you need to do to take care of your environment so you can enjoy it yes yes absolutely yeah yeah we're like vitamins <laughs> well I, I think it more like you know hey you want to you know, come zip line with me it's awesome it's a great experience oh by the way when you zip line you're gonna need a helmet <laughs> I, I like it. FPVFC, the vitamins of the drone industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> now that could go on a stick. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny that you say that because I think, you know, one of the one of the companies that that really and this was when I was new to the hobby was uh oh <sighs> crap. Now I can't even think of it. Um, it's a Canadian company. Uh, they they put little like you know statements on their stickers like uh, these these are the drones you're looking for or FPV junkie or something like that. Oh, Rotor Geeks. Oh. That's who I was thinking of. And uh, I think something like that that just it, it's eye catching and it's you know it, yeah take off of these are not the droids you're looking for it's clever yeah yeah so mm -hmm. something like that you know that that really can kind of you know grab somebody's attention and hold it for a couple seconds mm -hmm. okay. well, yeah and it doesn't seem so stifling or you know stick in the mud yeah absolutely yeah yeah Good. Well, I've gone 11, 12 minutes over. Um, and uh, anything anything else from around the room? I'd like to wrap it up here. I think this has been superb. The only thing I have is that, uh, you know, going back to the 306090, we really need to... That. Yeah, like membership tiers and... and and that kind of stuff. We really need to get, kind of get that nailed down. I don't know if we want to do a, a secondary meeting, you know, sometime in the next 30 days to kind of hammer that out. But yes, 
Um, yes. But yeah, I, I think that's going to be we. I mean, that's that's basic stuff that we got to get done. So. Uh, I'll take the to do to set a uh, uh, solicit some time and um, and we'll uh, schedule some time for that. Sounds good. All right. Anything else from around the room? All right. Great yeah, stuff. Awesome Thank job, everyone. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. This is great. And we, if uh, we'll be talking to you online, and uh, you'll uh, be hearing from me uh, about uh, request for some time on thirty, sixty, ninety uh, specifics. All right. Have a good evening, everyone. Adjourn this meeting. Take care. Night, everybody. Yeah, everybody. All right, good work. Bye, thanks.